G'day, darling. How are you doing? I'm very well, mate, and yourself? Yeah, I'm very good. It's a beautiful Wednesday. We're yes. here. We've made a, We've almost made a Wednesday theme out of this pretty well so we far. Have. We didn't plan Wednesdays, just kind of the started wild Wednesdays. The, the wild, wild Wednesdays. The wild, wild Wednesdays. <laughs> the wild, wild Wednesdays. And that's exactly what this one is, isn't it? This is a Wait, wild Wednesday. Is this a wild... This, no, here, this is what it is. It's the wacky wild... No. Wacky, weird, wild, or wonderful. Yeah. That's the segment. Too many W's. The, I love the it. It's the WWW. F. F. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the whole idea of this segment, I guess, is just um, us to just talk some shit and go over some funny stories that we've found. Yeah. Because, I'm keen. Um, You've sent me some of the uh, the snapshots some, of what we're in for shit. tonight. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm very keen. But... Uh, so tell me, tell me what's been going on with the, with Dry July because um, I've been seeing a little bit about it. I'm almost done. You're almost I'm done. Almost done. It's. I'd like to admit. I'd like to say that it's not been that difficult, but turns out I'm actually a piece of shit, and <laughs> it's been enough. real hard. It's been real hard. It's like I was. I was saying to um, my boss and that from work today. I was saying like it's bad when like I'm thinking like oh so. I'm going to drive down to, to Tyson tonight. I'm going to um, go to a podcast. Like I, I theoretically could like stop in and just grab a beer like from BWS and like just hope that, you know, the missus doesn't notice it on the on the bank statement yeah. and, and just try and <laughs> let it fly to the radar. The wrist. But when I'm thinking about it like that, probably got a problem, to be honest. Um, but yeah, on a Wednesday. If, if it was a Friday or a Saturday and you were thinking like that, then but it's just more. Enough, the, it's but. just that whole thing of because I can't do it. Yeah, that's so exactly like anything, right? right? Yeah. It's the same with like when the – like I don't play pokies very often, but when the pubs were shut and I couldn't do it, I was thinking about how much I just wanted to like put money in the pokies. So it's just like that whole thing of like when someone – same with just having a pint, like you know what I mean? I was yeah. obviously able to, you know, have a few beers at home when we were all in lockdown and whatever else, but because I couldn't go and have a pint of beer somewhere – that's all I wanted. I was just fiend in that thing. So it's just that whole it's like psychology that inner teenage, of um, rebellion. Yeah, you know? because you're <laughs> like, like someone tells you you can't do something, you yeah. want to do it even more. Hundred um, percent. So I think like you know it's going to be more about when I get out of dry July, just making a conscious effort to like have weekends and stuff like where I'm you know not doing it just yeah, for the sake not of doing it, it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, because uh, yeah, a whole month sucks. Um, it would but, be hard. I don't know how you do it. But the good thing is, is that I've hit my target. I wanted to raise $1,000 for the Black Dog Institute. I hit it like three days yeah, ago. Yeah, that's fucking incredible, So a big bro. shout out to anyone who's listening that chucked in some coin. I had a couple yeah, of people like so cool. throw $100 in and shit, man. Yeah, that's it's so amazing. Because cool. it is, it's it's such an incredible uh, cause. And, um, you know, something that we're going to continue talking about on here over and over and over again, the mental health stuff. And Well, that's um, right. You know, it's just, you know, you had a few people even reach out and, and you know, kind of thank me for, for doing it for that and just anything that shines a light on it, man. Like it doesn't, you know, raising money and stuff like that is awesome. But more than anything, it's just something that just want to constantly have in the conversation. Just talking you know? about it. Yeah, that's it. Getting um, it in the consciousness. Uh, because, you know, I, there's a page I follow on um, – on Facebook called SA Brothers. Oh yeah, I'm and part of that as well. Yeah, yeah, so it's there's like fifty thousand. I don't know. I don't know that, but there's a, there's at least like fifty k blokes from yeah. South Australia in this page, um, and constantly, it's just blokes posting about the struggle that they're going through, whether it's you know addiction, whether they're broken up with their missus, whether they're struggling to see their kid, whether they're just doing it tough. It's just amazing to see the outpouring of support. And yeah, there's just never really been anything hate. like that. And like people, you see a lot. Sorry to cut you off. You see a lot of dudes struggling with not seeing their kids. Yeah, dude, I didn't believe crazy. how 
prevalent or prevalent, sorry, it was until like I joined um, uh, SA Brothers and Blokes Advice and then like fucking hell, dude. Like, And look, obviously so I'm sure that there's plenty like, of circumstances where they've, you know, made their own bed kind of thing in oh, of that course. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't judge but, it for one post, but I just didn't know how common it was. But so there's also plenty of situations where there's genuine dudes trying to, see you know, just kids. see their kids and their kids are being used as a you know, as a weapon against yeah, them for whatever reason, yeah, um, which is just so heartbreaking. Because that's the thing is that when when you look at the both sides of the coin, right, when you look at the fact that there are, uh, you know, obviously there are parents, or there's mums who would love nothing more than their dad to want to see the kid or be a part of the life. So then when you you see the dads that really genuinely are and they can't, that's what hurts my heart oh, so much yeah. about it is because you've like, it's such a mismatch. You've got these mums who are struggling on their own and they have to do everything on their own and all yeah. they would, they'd love nothing more to dad then have for that. then their son to have or their daughter to have this influence and to yeah. have this support and whatever. And then you've got these ones who absolutely could have that, but because of their own selfish reasons are are not allowing it and yeah it's yeah until you look at something like that um it's incredible but what's amazing is that you know i I find that what we've talked about quickly in the in before is is how hard it is to speak up especially a lot of these blokes that are in their sort of you know late 30s early 40s Mm. um that have never had the um, the op or the i guess the lessons and everything that we kind of have learned more recently about how important this is and for them, for the guys in that range, and uh, you know who have only really probably started to get involved with social media in the last few years and stuff like that as well, where it's became so easily accessible, everyone's got a smartphone and things like that, um, that they feel comfortable to make that post because they're not having to you know sit there and have that conversation with their with their friend or their mate or whatever, but they, and they can get the support they need. Yeah, I think that's what sure. makes it so important because they can, they're vulnerable enough to go on there and post, but they're kind of still anonymous enough to, that, that no one, you yeah. know, they're not feeling that like, is this close person, a uh, friend of mine going to judge, judge me yeah, or well, whatever? That's it. Well, everybody's um, got, that, got that kind of like fear of being judged by, even by their friends, I guess, especially when it comes, when it would come to custody over children or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Sure. And it's, it's just great to see that when, you know, we we know how awful the internet can be sometimes, you know, as, as people that are content creators Ooh, yeah. like ourselves and, and um, you know, you will it's a lot easier to find negativity in, in an online space on social media than it is to find Definitely. positivity. Yep. But what I love about that page um, and others similar to it is that it's adminned very well. And when you look at a post and someone posts, mate, and they, you know, they, they sometimes they're bearing their soul. They're saying, I've oh, done yeah. it again. I've, I've failed. I've gone and spent all this money on drugs and whatever. And they're not getting judgment. You know, there might be a few people giving them a, f- a few hard, like, you know, hard, hard truths, love. you know, yeah. tough love, but it is all done in the right way. And it's just an, it, it's a complete outpouring of like, mate, you can do this. There's plenty of people here to talk to, all of those kinds of things, which yep. is just, it's just amazing to see. Yeah, and, totally. I, and I hope that, you know, we, we see more and more of it because like we've touched on before, man, we're just losing, we're losing too many lives. So no, 100%, yeah, man. it's been good just to, to get the dry July, um, Ooh, yeah, to man, do I'm it for a good reason to, to raise some money. And um, as I said, we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little bit more in the future. It's but really cool. um, we could even do Sober October, both of us, maybe. Oh, Wormhole Sober October oh, and just see. That's too close, man. Yeah, I know, that's, right? That's way too close. Dry July and that's Sober not, October, um, you can't do two months nah, that's in that too close weeks. succession. Yeah, nah. Nah. <laughs> I'll be doing fucking uh, ketamine by November. <laughs> that, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, 
Uh, so right. look, what you wanted to uh, so so what was it again? Hold on, I need to get my head wrapped around this title. So we've got W's for days, right? Yes. Maybe okay, we should just call it. it W's for days. W's for days. <laughs> And then okay, obviously is, in the description be like blah, 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 because that's great. It's, it's, it's the wacky, weird, wild or wonderful. Right, okay. So, and so then we've just got a bunch of headlines. Yeah. Of shit that you have like absolutely dug up from Kind of gone, gone, through, gone through the treasure trove of the, the recent news and um, yeah, just found some cool things. So I reckon this first one that I want to start off with here, which is actually like more of a cool story than like a weird story or anything. Okay, yeah. but it's like uh, a sealed copy of the Super Mario Bros, the original version of the game, has just uh, sold at auction for $114,000. So the OG Nintendo, the original we're talking about here, the grey cartridge. The sealed like, copy from 1985 yeah, video OG game, Nintendo. Super Mario Bros. Oh. The highest price ever paid for a video game. Has it got a picture of it there? It does. It does. I'll show you. It's it's the yeah. That's the one. Yeah. It's so the like actual OG, OG Nintendo. With the, so NES. We're talking yeah, NES. NES here. Yeah. 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 And I, I, dude, I can't believe it. like just got one hundred and fifteen grand. You could buy like a fucking AMG with that. Someone, um, someone found they their old collection of um, Pokemon cards the other day as well. Yeah. So the first lot of Pokemon cards they had, something oh, like $32,000. Holy shit. Actually, yeah, for the first like, edition of... Yeah. Also, um, uh, like Tarzos. Remember Tarzos? Oh, oh the, dude, I used to love Tarzos. The whole like, um, campaign get... recently for like all the people spamming all the chip companies saying bring back Tarzos. Bring back like, Tarzos. It all started from a Simpson meme page. Oh, did great. it really? Yeah, I got I hell into those Dragon Ball Z Tarzos. Oh, bro. That shit was like... You think... <laughs> about drug dealing in primary school like like swapping those fucking tarzos was tarzos. like one of those things and if like if you were the kid who's like parents just seem to like funnel their money to go yeah. to school for the canteen like i never understood you know i didn't grow up like massively you know we weren't we weren't struggling or anything but yeah, it was middle class we didn't yeah, yeah, have yeah. the d- income for my parents to be giving me 10 bucks to take to school yeah, totally. nor did they ever want me to have that nah, kind of thing it, where eh? they think that that's a reasonable um thing so like but then so then those kids come to school man and they're like yeah man i'll get you a packet of chips i'll get you a packet of chips i'll get you you go to the canteen and get it yeah. um, but i want those you fucking tarzos the tarzo, out of yeah. there bro. And you're like <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll take the deal. When you when you rocked up with like a standard Chiaotzu or a TN, and then your mate's got like a like a fucking fluoro Doctor Giro or like oh, a fucking holographic f- Super Saiyan Vegeta and like yeah, flogging <laughs> that shit off. Do you remember like not even with the Tarzos, but like those kids when they'd be like, oh, uh, if you go to the canteen for me, I'll buy something, right? Do you remember yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, whole like yeah, thing? Yeah. And like it's again, it's like a drug dealer thing because like you got, you're, like you're playing people off against each other. You're like, he's like, oh hey man, I got five bucks. You go get me two hash browns and a whatever. And then you yeah. can spend whatever's left. And then you're like, oh man, fucking Tyler. He gave yeah. me. He said he's got ten bucks, man. He only wants an icy pole and this. That's like <laughs> leaves me of like five dollars left over. You're gonna have to up. Yeah, you, you have, have to lift fucking, your game. Lift your game. Come all on. of a sudden, all of a sudden, the fucking. One kid's bringing the keys to the XF Commodore to work, like fucking <laughs> offering it up. Like you go Wait, to the canteen of, for me. Speaking of icy poles, did you ever have um, in your canteen uh, in primary school orange groves? Yeah, bro. The little oh. sc- we didn't have them till high school. Really, till high the school. The little the little scrapey like they, the, they the, were like they, they were like oh no 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 imagine yeah. an iced coffee carton but like yes, kind of half yeah, size. Little, yeah we did have them in primary school yes. yeah but oh, in um dude. in high school we had the nippies one which was just like a little. So we paid like, like a 20 plastic cents, circle? a plastic circle. Yeah, we had them in high school too. And like you could, they were so hard to eat, right? So, but there's just oh, like something, me and my mates talk about this all the time. So the teacher's like, you come back into class, right? And the teacher's trying to like teach and all she can hear is just like a bunch of kids like. 
<laughs> with the plastic spoons. Yeah, just trying to scrape it. And they're like, couldn't you eat that at lunch? It's frozen, miss. What do you want me to do? You want me to go hungry? Oh, you didn't eat anything else? And you're like, this is it. This is my lunch, miss. Because, I'm trying to eat yeah, it. Yeah, because you've got to eat it before it turns to orange juice. Oh, you've, got a, orange juice. you've got a school band of fucking scrapers yeah, um, yeah. sitting in the back of the class. <laughs> Mozart symphony of scrapes. Oh, <laughs> bro. Did you ever have Sunny Boys? Do you remember Sunny Boys? Yeah, fucking The little triangle yeah, fucking yeah. thing. I think, they're, oh, I think they're still kicking around. I only I had one in like semi-recently. I mean, by semi-recently, I mean like in the last year or two, but like- It would have been funny. Like, by semi-recently, I mean, I like, mean like at like least 10 2006. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I used to love the chocolate one. Yeah, the milk <clears> ones <throat> that they did. Mm. Yeah, bro. Those things were hectic. Yeah. Or the raspberry one. That's pretty good too. I remember like, no wonder I was a fat shit, bro, because I- <laughs> It was just a Sunny Boy King. A, no, no, no. You French, were trading Sunny Boys for Tarzos, weren't when you? They first, when they first brought out those fucking farm, well, I don't think they were farm, you know, like classic, the French vanilla cappuccino, the like light blue and white one. Oh, like the, I reckon I know the one you're talking they about. They first yeah. brought that out, bro. Like I would fucking, I'd have one of them a day. Bro. Yeah, right. Like, you're off that. Yeah, absolutely. French vanilla no cappuccino. Shit. And then like go to school. Because the thing is, I started working at HJ so young. So I like had my own income by yeah. high school. So I was just like fucking, where'd my money go? Just, fucking school canteen, bro. Like yeah. hot dogs at was recess. That far, and was that Farmer's Union, sorry? No, I think it was classic. So like the same as your oh, chocolate and yeah. your strawberry, but it was like yep. the French vanilla cappuccino. Um, they're not as good anymore. Like they they got rid of them and they came back and then they, and I had one and they were shit. But the, oh, really? the OG A lot of ones. people are doing that these days. That's what, isn't that what Shapes did as well? They had the original Shapes flavor. Then they were like, they tried to rebrand and yeah, like do a new marketing they got campaign. That much hate. Yeah, and people were like, what is this fucking shit? Like, I don't know how you could ruin the chicken crimpy, but they ruined the chicken crimpy. They ruined pizza. They fucked it all up, man. It, on, a, on a tier list level, what's what's top tier shapes flavor to you? Oh, it's tough, man, because like it's shapes for me is like any given day, but like you know what I mean. Sometimes I'd be fiending one more than the other. Yeah, but I think it's got to go barbecue number one. Oof, tough. I think barbecue, tough. then chicken crimpy, then pizza. Then the rest Ooh. of them who gives You've got a fuck, good taste, really. brother. You've got good taste. Obviously, cheese and bacon is all right every now yeah, and then. Yeah, that's Lizzie's favorite. She loves, Bit of cheddar, she loves cheese and bacon. Goes, goes semi-hard, but... Um, yeah, those three are always gonna. They're always the ones. Yeah, you know? they they're, are the they're your podium. They're your podium. Yeah, shapes. like chicken crimpies. Like my mum, my mum loves the chicken chicken crimpies. Do you remember uh, um, Dixie drumsticks, bro? They don't do them anymore. They were the other like. Were they were they were they like in a green packet with a chick, actual chicken on the front? Yeah, and then yeah, they like yeah, they yeah. were little puffy things. They don't make them, but they I fuck with them. Yeah, bro. they were killer. Where, where, wonder where they went. I remember what the brand was because they made other ones, but no one cared about anything other yeah, than fucking the original. Uh, the Dixie drumsticks, man, they were the only ones of that range that they made that people cared about. But yeah, yeah. they're 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 dunskies. Remember yeah, tubes, right. bro? Tubes, tubes. Are they, are they the blue packet ones? Yeah, yeah. so they're like spicy Tube, cheesels. Yeah, That's probably the best. Spicy cheesels. That's probably they the were best. They're flavorless. I mean, like they, they, they had uh, you too put, much. Flavor but I'm comparing almost. it to my favorite fucking shape. Like I reckon the top tier shapes for me would be pizza, and yep. I've got a recent new favorite, um, nacho. Oh, if you see, haven't they changed got... nachos, do you remember the oh, OG really? nacho? No, I don't. That's the thing. It's a recent favorite. Oh, see, if you got to try the OG nacho, it would have blown your fucking mind because that's one of the ones they changed and didn't bring back. Oh. The nacho used to have, you know, like pizza shapes, how you get like, you can rack the flavoring at yes, the end, yes, like yes, put yes, it yes. into lines and just put it straight up the nostril. Yeah. Nacho cheese used to have that much cheesy stuff on it that you were left with the same kind of like absolute right. sellable residue on the fingers. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was gunpowder, and they, yeah, they're not the same anymore. So that, man. so they, so what ones did they change and then bring back? There was that just pizza, barbecue, and chicken crimpy. 
Yeah, I think so. I think they yeah, were the three that right. they tried to change. I don't remember them changing chicken crimpy. I thought it was thought only pizza and barbecue that they changed because oh. they just basically got rid of the flavour and just yeah, tried to make it dust. all in the biscuit. Yeah, so that's stupid. Um, and then they obviously had to revert it. But, but so, I don't remember so them they, changing They tried to change crimpy. like the two best fucking flavours, basically. Yeah. And everyone yeah. was like, what the hell is this? But everyone thought it was a marketing ploy. And if it was, it was fucking genius. It must have be worked honest, because man. now everyone... I mean, it could have been a marketing thing. They could have been like, let's change it up. Because then, then everyone goes back and buys the OG ones. Yeah, exactly right. So why wouldn't you? Because I don't even think they've got those other ones. Because what they did is they ran them both for a period of time. Yeah. And they said, you know what? Because what they did is they said, we're going to change them. Got all the hatred. Said, all right, well, we're going to run both. So everyone ran out and bought the old ones. Yeah. And they just slowly... Maybe, Didn't do the new maybe ones it's anymore. all a conspiracy, right? And they oh, never. If there's and, one place that we're going to get into the to the bush did shape right, eleven, right? Shape eleven. <laughs> maybe it's all a conspiracy. Maybe they never actually changed the flavoring. They just changed the box, and they, and, and, got rid and of that the dust. subconsciously psyoped people into thinking that the flavor had changed. Well, they just got rid of the and dust. They're, they're, they're just marketing got rid of the in the year three thousand, bro. They're marketing in the year three thousand. They're that far ahead. That's genius. Well, think yeah. about like all of the. Like the Vegemite shit where they tried to do like the cheesy mite. Remember it was called like Ice Snack 2.0. Do you remember that whole fucking no, thing? No, I don't. No. So they made like a cheesy mite and then they did like a competition for the name and like all the brilliant minds in the world, the one they could come up with it was Ice Snack 2.0. Is that not the Some cringiest? dude just looked at his iPod and was like, Ice Snack? Yeah. That'll Tragic. Do. So bad. Tragic. Yeah, right. Marketing ploys. They just tried to put they just tried to put cheese in with the Vegemite or what was the deal? I don't even I never even tried it, bro. I was like yeah, that angry like, at the this. name. Like yeah, it's one of those yeah, things where you're just like you're just so mad at the name. <laughs> um, you know what I love is that like your idea behind this episode, right? Was obviously we'll 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 go through these headings and then we'll just see if we manage to be able to get some tangential fucking narratives happening. Yeah. And that right there it's already was the happened. perfect example of because I have no fucking idea where we started. Oh, we started on the, the Super Nintendo. Mario. Yeah, the Super anyway, Mario. So looping back to that, $114,000 yeah, for a money. fucking game, man. That's there's, a, like, there's a mate that I got that that has just collected Nintendo shit like nonstop for really? years. Yeah, right. Um, and like does not want to part with it, but it's a rainy day thing, man. Like you, you know, I mean, something ever man, drastically happens. Give it thirty years, bro. Um, like. and it's going to be. Oh, actually, here's a story for you of that stuff, right? So my dad, my dad used to have a uh, like original Phase Three GDHO um, XY Falcon. Actually, I think you, I, I do remember you telling me about this before. Oh, well, maybe it was Aaron that was telling me, but yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah, so he, uh, like, had Massive Forge, used to, like, drag race and stuff as oh, well. That's killer. But the one that he had right before I was born was, uh, yeah, XY Phase 3, GDHO. What beautiful color was it? car. I think it was green. Yeah, no. Nice. Blue. No, it was blue, maybe. Um, and he, so he was working, he was a uh, bus driver. He was driving buses down south. Yeah. Mum got pregnant. They built a house in Paralawi. He couldn't get a transfer from down south to Elizabeth for like a year or so or a couple of years because yep. there was no spots available down there. Um, and then the petrol driving from Paralawi down to the south depot in this like amazing, yeah, you know, massive V8. 351 block V8 uh, was costing him way too much. So he traded it for a four-cylinder. Bullshit. Now, those cars are now worth anywhere between 500000 and Holy $1 million. Shit. Really? Yeah. We what had, did he trade it for? A Fiesta? Yeah, like some little Mazda 323 or something. Oh, he bro. would like be something. fucking peaking. Well, one that was identical to his uh, hit 
out. This is about 10, 15 years ago. It was in the messenger, got sold around our area in our yeah. local messenger for like 600,000. It was so. fucking his, mate. No, it was someone else's, oh, bro. Like okay. it was his car, like that exact car yeah. in as good as Nick as his would have been when he got rid of it because he took such good care of it and 600,000. So. I mean, he blames me because obviously if mum didn't get pregnant, then they wouldn't have built the house possibly. They would have stayed down that way a little bit longer. He wouldn't have needed to do it's that. It's all your driving. fault, bro. So I'm, you and look, I'm, you I'll, I'll, him from the, from the Falcon. From and the I'll Falcon, wear that on the, the chin, man, because I would love to be inheriting that car in, <laughs> oh, a, fucking, in a fucking oh. 20, 30 years' time. Actually, you know what's interesting? Um, He's an interesting, very, no, not similar story, but um, my old man used to have a, I think it was a HJ Monaro. Mm-hmm. He was super proud of it. There's like, there's like pictures of him doing burnouts, like, up like hanging around their house um and um he he would say to me he's like oh i wish i still had it i wish i still had it it looked super nice it was like dark blue um had like those the, the classic like smaller smaller rooms with like the thick tires yeah, and like yeah, um, dished right. in and shit it looks yeah. so good and um the story is is like when the i don't know if it was like the first night he met my mum, but i think it was like the first date that they went on they went out and um yeah they went into wherever they went restaurant or whatever Came out and it got stolen. Whoa. Never got it back. Never seen it again. That's the How's that for shit. fate, man, though? Like, yeah, the 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 night that he meets his wife or goes out with his wife for the first time. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Huge. Yeah, bro. But yeah. Absolutely. All right. Should we move on to this next story? Because yeah, this one's on. this this one's pretty funny. An experiment finds that hip hop makes cheese mature faster and taste better. So what these these dudes are fucking playing music to cheese. Well, hold saying, on, let's uh, uh, these cheese. I was say conducted in Switzerland called Cheese in Surround Sound has found that exposing aging cheese to music makes it taste better. Right, saying that oh, I don't know how it's got microorganisms and shit like that. It go it goes on for but they were playing a tribe called Quest and the song was wait oh no they played all different kinds of stuff they played Mozart. They played um, Stairway to Heaven, <laughs> a tribe called Quest, Jazz We've Got. That's, that's interesting, eh? The, Feeding the cheese the, the music. Here's the thing, right? How much meth do you smoke, right? <laughs> before you get to the point... <laughs> Before you get to the point of going, you know what? Fuck it. I'm onto something here. You know We're playing some music for that goddamn cheese, man. Like, first of all, like, you're obviously cracking out because you're angry that the cheese isn't maturing fast enough. Yeah. So your crackhead brain's kicked in and gone, you know what? I reckon. <laughs> I've got a theory here. Yeah. I reckon certain kinds of music could make this cheese mature faster. But why hip hop? That is the strip. Well, I mean, look. You're asking the tough questions <laughs> yeah, here. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's weird. I don't know what it is. That is weird, eh? Yeah. But like, I guess there's like I did read something a good while ago that like, um, maybe water molecules it's music for mature audiences. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was a dad bad. joke. That was a bad dad joke. Um, like the water molecules can hold em- like emotional energy. I guess. Like, I don't know if you would have seen it. I don't know how true it is, but like it's like you've got one uh, test tube of water and um and another one separately in com- like removed controlled environments and one of them was was like 
told and given any, like negative energy towards it going like your shit yeah your shit your shit water you taste like shit whatever you're never going to be good water and the other one was was given love and and was like oh you're the best water or whatever they do it with plants in schools all the time they like get kids they'll like have two flowers or whatever or two yeah. plants growing and they'll get the kids to like yell and hurl abuse at one flower in one side of the room yeah and then they'll in making sure that the light is the same in both corners or whatever then they'll go over to the other one and they'll they'll praise the flower and you'll actually watch the yeah. Yeah, watch the difference grow. in between. It's interesting because, like, on, on the microscope of this one, of, of this water experiment, you can see that, like, the one that, you, that got negativity was all like, was actually like, um, uh, like a darkened almost. And it was all like sporadic. Whereas on the, on the other side with the love and their positive energy, it actually formed like tessellations. It actually made like fucking shapes and shit. It's That's crazy, intense. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I, I think maybe that, that could be like. <clears throat> What was going on with the plants? Because like the one plant yeah, could same be thing. yeah, because the because it obviously needs water to grow, and so mm-hmm. the inside the water is going off, and the, on the other one it could be the water. So I mean, it could be the actual plant itself, but yeah, yeah, it's crazy shit though, isn't it? And if that's not like a you know a, the way that I see those when they talk about those experiments is like how do we not understand how much that applies to human beings? To our, well, you know? Considering we're eighty five percent water. Yeah, well there you go. So whatever the fucking number is, it's all fucking connected. It's all connecting in. Um, it's all connecting yeah, in. Yeah, that's crazy though, isn't it? I think I mean. Looking at it from an actual, not being a wanker standpoint for two seconds, I guess maybe like the baselines and stuff as well. Like if you think about in terms of like what you generically get in terms of the the deep rumbling baselines of a hip hop song as opposed to, um, you know, Obviously, your symphonic stuff's not going to have any real baseline stuff. It's a lot more high-pitchy, punchy stuff. Um, Dance music is going to be like, you know, constant kind of thing as opposed to like that sprung i mean that's really the only thing i can think of to, yeah. to something to do with the actual um yeah like the frequencies the and the, the baseline yeah. that's the only thing i can well, think of yeah you'd think still, because it's so cooked bro like that it is weird just like how, like <laughs> when you think about like you know uh you know decades well, hundreds of years ago they're trying to you know figure out atoms and fucking protons yeah. and neutrons and whatever. Yeah, they're playing music and, and cheese. Playing music <laughs> and cheese. They've run they're out like of shit to do. Oh, we've come, run we've come a long way, haven't we? Hey, but look, the, the, main, the main thing we take away from this is if you want good cheese, hip-hop. Yeah, that's right. End yeah. of story. Play it just like before you're making a platter, before your guests come around, you <laughs> yeah. just like make sure that you've got some absolute biggie cranked in the yeah. kitchen. <laughs> Just like, no, 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 babe, babe, babe. Like, I need it on as loud as possible. Like, I want our guests to be extremely happy with yeah. how good this fucking cheese and wine platter it's is. It's like, you know, go. when they go on like wine tours, like you go wine tours in the brosser and shit. It's like, before you get there, all the all the wineries have, have like have like um two park like fucking... pumping in the background. You get there, it all turns off and goes all silent or like and plays that kind of classical shit. And they get there and like, here's some cheese with your wife. Just trying to test out some new like absolute fucking McLaren Vale special. <laughs> and they accidentally hit the play button and it just comes up like, that's why I fucked your bit, you fat <laughs> motherfucker. I love it when you call me big pup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great uh, times. Should we have a quick killer. break? Yeah, all right. Why not? Let's fucking let's do it. Let's do it. Insert. So <laughs> I, uh, I I decided I was in the servo trying to grab a drink on the way here, and they they now have the zero percent um, alcohol beers like the Carlton one, 
the Peroni one, so I what think, is that? What and is the that Heineken. One? Is that Heineken? Yeah, good old ah. Heine, zero percent. So what does it taste like? Absolute asshole. Does brother. it? Here, give me a sip. Is it that bad? No, it's not too bad. I guess it's just not. It's just it's missing all the fun stuff. It basically tastes. I mean, I don't know what Heineken tastes like, but it still tastes like beer. Yeah, there's definitely a, a beery thing, but yeah. I wouldn't like. There's no way I, I grab this purely for a comical. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was you in the, I couldn't believe it. I didn't know they had them in the servo now. Oh, that was in the servo. Oh. It's an OTR, bro. They got three different huh. kinds. There you go. So I think they're making a push towards having that kind of stuff. Because I know they got them in the uh, like Woolies in the soft drink aisle. You can grab yeah. your your six packs of these now for like eleven bucks. Just get on the hard stuff. Straight um, from but Woolies. yeah, had them in the. Um, but yeah, like I don't love beer. Like I love beer. Don't get me wrong, I love beer, but I don't love it enough to not enough to drink grab zero a six pack. <laughs> yeah. And grab. No, I'd have no. I'd have no desire to go back and grab that second one. It's just like you know. Yeah. You don't take a six pack of Coke somewhere, like well, I never have. No, neither and I. drink six Cokes. You know what I mean? Like you might have a can of Coke while you're at your mate's house or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to drink six Cokes. No, so I'd have no desire to drink six zero percent beers and get somewhat beer bloated for absolutely no for no for no fun. For no payoff. Yeah, like yeah, what's yeah. the um fucking wasting time, mate. So but I wanted to try it. I you know, I haven't had a beer in, in twenty two days or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh yeah, quite happy to not have another one for there nine days after this. There it is. All right, should we? Um, we'll move on to this next one. What the, do you got for this, me? Drum roll. This, this one's brrr. New Zealand breaks a record with a six thousand one hundred and six pound chocolate lamington. Oh, it's another one of those things, it's a bro. Fucking where you're massive just like, lamington, Ooh. man. If you could see the video here, it's like it's like the size of a car. What does it say? New Zealand charity broke the Guinness World Record. When a team of chefs cooked up a giant chocolate lamington. What does it say about it? Does it say? It's a lamington. Thir- 13,000 eggs with 1,433 pounds of sugar. I don't, like, why is it in pounds? Who knows? For all our also, international audi- <laughs> audience out there, we use the metric system here yeah. in Australia. So Why is it also, is, is it lamington a New Zealand thing? Like I, always like thought a that the, I always thought that the lamington was an Australian thing. Yeah, but you know how we steal everything from New Zealand? Hey, like Google, any... Where was the lamington invented? <laughs> invented. <laughs> New Zealand. Oh, oh, there you go. We do steal from look New at, Zealand. Look at my knowledge. Yeah, right. Originally named a Wellington. Wellington, which lamington would make sense. Lamington sounds so much better. Yeah, Lamington. My old manager from HJ's, Lamington. his name was Richard Lamington, and we used to call him Richard <laughs> did, Lamington. Did you really? <laughs> Shout out to we used to call him Barbaricus as well because this cunt was huge. Like was he was he? an absolute monster. He's of had a one, dude. well, like a, what one too many lamingtons or but bulky, just like not muscle. bulky. Like oh, he muscle. would like throw you through Shit. a state. He was that. He was just, just a monster. Just like lamingtons like with dude. steroids in him. Like. Um, massive. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a Hulk of a man. But yeah, Richard Lamington. So you can imagine how well it went down. Me calling him Richard Lamington. Yeah, on yeah, a he would love basis. It. You would have loved it. On a regular basis. But yeah, 13,000 eggs, they say. 13,000 eggs. Here's a random question for you. What was your first job? What was your first ever job? First job? Mine was HJ's. I was fucking all about that HJ's life. Yeah, HJ's is a solid first job. You can't complain about it. I know a lot of people that work. I think, no, he would have gone now. But yeah, I know a lot of people that worked there for ages, actually. It was a sick job, man. Like, so many mates worked there. That's when I started, like, when I had a whole heap of friends already working. Yeah. And then some of the best friends, like, 
that I've got to this day were all Still from HJ working crew. through HJs, bro. Yeah. We'll talk. We will get into the my HJs burning down to the ground one time. We won't yeah, get into yeah. That now, but Wait, you haven't a, already talked about that? I've got a feeling you might have. No, it's only because my, my stand-up show. That's what you're oh, thinking. Yeah, I did it in my last, okay. in my fringe show. Yeah, that's why okay. you're, you've got it on, I've got on it a on, recent yeah. mind. We haven't discussed it here yet. Got it so on the mind. We'll save that. People. I think, I, I honestly can't really remember. It's a little bit hazy. I think, well, I know I did work experience um, as a graphic designer with a friend of my dad's, which is like heaps cool. Yeah. And then I, I did go back and do actual work with him at one point. But like, That explains I why think, you're whipping up some absolute fucking monster, yeah, amazing that's it, uh, covers for our clips, We're bro. We're fucking around over I'm here. getting a lot of good feedback about <laughs> oh, yeah. that. Like that's the, killer. The, uh, the tinfoil fedora. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the worst combination of things. Like not only is it a tinfoil hat, but it's a fucking it's fedora, fedora as, as well. well. Old know, Fedora right? the Explorer. I know, over here. Right? I think my first job was just landscaping with my um my cousin. Just uh doing tiling and How old concreting. It would have been like out of school, like 16 okay, or 17 yeah. or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Not too sure. I, I, I didn't work while I was in school. Yeah, see, I started HJs at like 14, bro. Like I was yeah, in right. there early. In there early, Flipping early burgers, bird. just dining bitches. Just, just buying the, lamingtons. Yeah, bro. Just like me and Richard Lamington buying <laughs> Richard lamingtons. Lamington's just... <laughs> Just on them Jim Lamingtons, man. No, that's cool. Yeah, I think I think that was that was it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like I should have a better memory than what I do. Well, we've, we've done some things and some stuff. We've done some time. things and some stuff in some places. So. so back on what we're talking about, though, they like that seems there's such a fucking culture around like let's make the biggest food something or other. Yeah, oh, yeah, there like is. Like those subs and shit that they've done that are like going around the corner of fucking streets and shit like that where they've made like a sandwich that's like that big. Have you seen all of those ones? No. Yeah, people no. have made like, you know, like kilometer long Was subs and Texas? shit like that. Probably, Yeah, bro. they like, fucking love the big food over the there. The food. Oh, what is that? What's that show? The oh, Epic Meal Time or something? Oh, yeah, the YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, the YouTube channel. Yes, thing I have seen that to... because he made a lasagna out of like Skittles and – Fucking red There's one where they made like, like a that. they made like a giant cheeseburger out of cheeseburgers and shit yes. like that, like all of those yes. kind of ones. Yes, that shit's crazy. I, I actually went through a phase like semi recently where YouTube was like, because I go on, I, I I love YouTube. It's like where basically I'd spend yeah. all my time watching shit, and um the algorithm just decided to recommend me Hell's Kitchen like Gordon Ramsay. So yeah. I went through a period there for a couple of days where I just watched heaps of Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I was just like on it. And then like I'd get hell invested and then I'd go and like Google up these restaurants and like fucking 80% of them are closed now and shit like that. But oh, he's 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 an interesting guy, hey. Oh, he's crazy. He's an interesting guy. I reckon he'd be one of them people that like his persona on all these shows and like a lot of these interviews, he seems a bit like hard-edged. But I, I, reckon I reckon if you met him in person, he'd, then just, like, be he'd just be a chilled ass guy. He'd be like, I didn't really hate all those people's yeah, food. It was just for the camera. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I yeah, my YouTube algorithm is such a weird place, man. Like, is it? just such a you know, from like the absolute fucking conspiracy of conspiracy, but then the next video will be like a gent cover of a Paramore song. Oh, or really? Something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just all, I'm all, I'm constantly on there for pretty much either like podcast clips type thing from random people from like Rogan. And yeah, yeah. Whatever else. MMA, I get a lot of... Because oh, I'm, I'm a massive UFC fan, bro. We haven't yeah. really talked about that. No, nah, um, we, 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 in the in the like the, the music and movies sport, and sports yeah. one we do, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. about that. But yeah, I'm, sure. a, I'm a massive MMA fan, have been all my life. Used to be a mad wrestling fan when I was a kid as well. Cool, yeah. I used to love wrestling um, too. So I've actually... My, like, my mate gave me like the login for his WWE like thing and, and it has like every WWE old thing. thing. Like there's like a... 
like a Netflix for the WWE really? type thing. Really? I didn't thing. know so that. Where they have like every pay-per-view ever. But then they've got all these documentaries and like I That's really cool. enjoy the whole – because obviously you know it's all staged or whatever. Of course, yeah, yeah. When, you look, when they have documentaries and they talk about the shit that was actually going drastically wrong or when things were not – going as planned and you hit and people were having real feuds in the backstage and whatever yeah. i love that shit i love finding yeah. out about the shit that you never got to see yeah, or shit. when they like you know there'll be situations like there's there's one where uh like the this couple were together like matt hardy and leader yeah um oh, and hardy brothers man yeah yeah so then uh like edge there was like edge and christian yeah and um matt hardy got injured leader was still in there was like i'm gonna go on the road with edge they were all friends and then she ends up like getting with edge in real life oh really so then matt hardy goes off his fucking tree all over like old school internet because this is like early 2000s um, it carries on about it too much, ends up getting fired. The crowd get behind him and keep like chanting shit at Edge, being like, you screwed Matt, rah, rah. Yeah. And it becomes such a massive thing that like Vince McMahon ends up being like, you know what? Fuck it. You want to like go like there's money here. Yeah. So he, he like obviously gives a contract to Matt Hardy and lets them fucking play out the story. No and basically says, I don't care how much you beat the shit out of each other, just make it look good make and make money. Yeah. Like, and so you just look at shit like that and you're like, that's that's cool as shit yeah. because you know that the whole thing is is theatrical, but when you find out that there's actual real shit going on yeah. and that Vince McMahon is just such a fucking incredible businessman yeah. that he's just like, fuck it, don't kill each other, but yeah, make me money. Whatever. Yeah, I'm getting the dollar um, news. It's interesting Interesting that we start talking about wrestling here because when I was like going through looking for these news stories, I just went on Google and t- like looked at the trending stories. One of the stories that popped up is actually about Ray Mysterio. Supposedly, what was it? 22 hours ago, this thing says, in um, the most recent wrestling thing, Ray Mysterio lost his eye, bro. Yeah, so, but it was- Did he a, actually lose his no, eye or so did he like not? they had, I don't, I have not kept up to date with it, but yeah. they, from what I looked into, like seeing people pop up with it, they had like a match where the stipulation was like you only win by getting your opponent's eye out. Right. And so they made it seem like the other dude like smashing his head into the corner of the stairs made his eye come out. Oh, so you reckon he would have had like a fucking fake eye? Yeah, like a prosthetic eye, yeah. The thing is is that wrestling is like all PG now. So they so back in the day when it used to be fucking hectic, it yeah. was like M or M plus and it was on later at night. Yeah. So they could have chicks out there with their fucking tits bouncing around and yeah. they could swear and well, they I remember when they used to slam on slam each other onto like thumbtacks and shit. Yeah. So they're not allowed to do any of that. They're not allowed to bleed uh, anymore. Well, they're not the allowed fuck? to make any sort of sexual really? references. So like they have to kind of do things like that where because they don't show it happening or they show the dude like, you know, covering oh, his right. eye, holding a prosthetic, yep. it still flies under that PG radar. Right. Um, so that's why it's kind of gone to crap now because, you know, when we grew up it was like, especially because like when yeah. it was its at its most raunchy and, and, and intense, we were younger and yeah. so we, it was already it had adult themes. So like, you know, we were watching wrestling, getting to see all of this kind of, you know, uh, adult, content tag team as women's kids. champions yeah yeah um and so now you know it's it's uh it's pretty it's uh it's pretty low but yeah it's um it's crazy i love all of that kind of stuff man with you know anything where you get to see like shit that was happening behind yeah. not just wrestling man i love that that's really cool life. that they've got like a netflix though i because I, like i haven't really kept up to date with yeah ufc have it as well shit. man like that's yeah, the right. that's the future now where you like build a platform around your yeah. product and you um make content yeah, yeah, and you just keep and and you give it's people shit good. that they're not going to get 
every in the everyday stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have the opportunity to expand your horizons from just your main core product and give people something else. Because I'm never going to go back and watch whatever they're doing these days. Like that, whatever that pay-per-view was the other day, I haven't watched an actual wrestling yeah, that's show it, eh? yeah. for 15 years. Maybe. It's not the same, I guess. Like. No, that's right. But I'll go back and watch the stuff that I watched as kids oh, like so much because it's got a nostalgia and it was more yeah. intense. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. having a product where you can go back and go, yeah, man, I'm going to watch this weird match from WrestleMania 17 or something. That's what I've always liked about the UFC actually. Cause I, re- I do remember as a kid, um, family friends of ours, they, they used to like mention it. They used yeah. to mention UFC and shit like that. And like, and how like, no, this is real fighting, man. This isn't like, like fucking around. Um, yeah, but like, I've always like, I've always loved martial arts and fighting like that. Like I don't know if you know, but I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I've done. I did it for, I think it was probably like nine years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, I still love martial arts. I actually do want to get into some kind of like more more like a grappling kind of yep. martial art yep. because um, Taekwondo was purely striking. I didn't yep. learn any grapples at all. Yeah, zero, um, which is cool. But I didn't learn the Olympic Taekwondo. I learned Korean military Taekwondo. Yeah, so it was more like actual self defense, not just fucking kicking a kicking a bag and like yeah. spinning the kicks and shit. Like you know, and it was like actually like to hurt people. Yeah, which is good. But like um now now when I do watch the UFC like um you realize like how important uh, like a body position and like a maneuvering and like chokes and holds and stuff like that. So having I mean, the whole thing, that's why a MMA few, has a few, a few friends of mine um, are actually fairly deep into the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. There's, there's, there's one yeah, guy that I know. BJJ, man. Yeah. There's one guy that I know that like he fights pretty seriously, actually. He's like yeah. a, f- a friend of my friends, um, which is super cool. And he was always like, whenever I see him, he was always like, "Oh, you should get into wrestling, man, because you've got that background of striking." But to like round to like round yourself out, yeah. you should do like wrestling or jujitsu or something yeah. like that, or aikido or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, I really should. But I guess like for the last you know, eight years or seven years, I've I've just been going to the gym. I just enjoy lifting, yeah, lifting weight. But well, I'll get back into it's crazy following on exactly what you said, right? When UFC first started, the idea of it was like, which uh, martial art is superior? Right, so the 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 thought behind it was, you know, you have all of these people that specialize in a certain area, yeah, and it was going to be interesting to see who would dominate with their certain skill sets. What were the what what were the main contenders? Um, it was, all, I mean, there, I guess that was the whole thing is that there was it kept changing so rapidly. Okay. Um, so you know, it, it was always going to be something where people who could. Um, strike very well and obviously prevent themselves from being taken down or, or submitted or whatever were, were all, have always been a, a strong contender. But it was just yeah. interesting to see how people with different particular styles would come through and dominate for a period of time. And yep. then where it's gotten to now is that that's not the case at all. Okay. Is that there? there are still certain people that have a very large strength in a certain area that can dominate, but you cannot dominate with only one just one yeah right so i if guess you it's are, why it's like mixed martial arts yeah like, so you you'll learn you'll learn jujitsu but then like if you don't learn karate or taekwondo or like a striking martial art you're putting yourself at a massive disadvantage and yeah. it's likewise if you only do karate or taekwondo or something like that and you don't learn wrestling or jujitsu or something like that and you don't learn how to fucking do like a triangle choke or what just like a basic choke you, you're fucked and that's the thing you know, is that like, back in the day, someone could just have have no skill set in certain areas, but be so good in their own, and the competition hadn't advanced that much that they could, you know, yeah. win a lot. Whereas now, 
people are from the minute they start training. This is the thing is because MMA is so big now and you have grassroots MMA. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have well, Diamondback FC. And that's, that's, that's what I was talking about. Like yeah. the, the, the associate of mine, he fights in Diamondback. Yeah. Yeah. So because you've got this stuff, I mean, you think about it, that's like a low level thing in South Australia. Then you've got one or two or three or more of them per state in Australia. Then you've got like bigger national competitions. And that's well before you even ever get to the, to the, UFC, to the UFC or even yeah. like, you know, Invicta or, or one or all of these other ones that are, are, are way smaller than the UFC. Um, so because there's that grassroots thing, people are learning from an early age. Okay. Uh, you know, I started doing kickboxing and, and kickboxing, Boxing is what I feel is what I'm best at. Um, so I'll keep working on, on that. But I, know I also need to be doing working towards my black belt in, in BJJ yep. and, and also learning wrestling and grappling and, and just positioning and all of that stuff as well. Yeah. So the best of the best now are, you know, experts in one thing, but very competent very in all yeah. the others, yep, sure. which is just, it's made watching it so much more exciting because you have these amazing matchups where every now and then it will cause a problem where you know two fighters will negate each other and so it yep. won't be as exciting and, and dynamic but that happens such a low percentage as opposed to you know you'll have fighters that are both amazing wrestlers and then they'll stand there and bang because they realize that they cancel each other out with the yeah, grappling okay. and they're not going to be able to take each other down yeah that's cool so they're not amazing strikers but they know that well I've got a lot more chance of accidentally or, yeah. or inadvertently knocking this dude out than making he's not a, then yeah. trying to grab him. So yep, yep, yep. yeah, it's so cool, man. That's so cool. Good. That's cool. But yeah, back on what you were saying though, the martial arts thing, bro. Like I've been before even UFC. Like my dad is a huge martial arts fan. Dope. Um, and you know, so from a very very young age, I've been watching you know so much sort of like Bruce Lee, Jet Li, Jackie oh, Chan, like Bruce all Lee's of those. So like and the, that thing hanging up over there in, in the hallway is a Bruce Lee quote. Like I've got like printed on that fucking little yeah. fabric. It's, oh, dude, I love Bruce Lee. Like, and they're old, like so Jackie good. Chan's old, like Hong Kong, like martial arts movies. So before he, you know, he did all these rumble in the Bronx and yeah, yeah. rush hours and all of them when they were, you know, you'd be lucky to get one that was English uh, English dubbed. Right. So there'd be like, you know, the whole like, Just you subbed. know, yeah. you will die. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, Kung Pao. Yeah, that right, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. a lot of those ones. But like the fighting in that stuff was just incredible to watch, man. Yeah. It was just such a – and obviously, you know, it's it's Hollywood eyes to a degree. Yeah. But More some, of an action film. But a lot of it you can't – you know what I mean? Like especially someone like Jackie Chan who – has done his own stunts and, and everything forever. Um, just an amazing specimen, man. Like these oh, people yeah. are just incredible. To All these people are just so dedicated to their um to their art, man. But that's the thing that I love about martial arts. And when I when I do eventually have a kid, um, they're not going to get a choice. They're um they're going to be doing a martial art from a young yeah, age because same as Winston, man. Yeah, because um it taught me like I, I would have started taekwondo when I was probably like twelve. Yeah, I reckon. And um it really disciplined discipline yeah. me like not just physically like condition like and give 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 me more um self-esteem and confidence. so humbling but man. it was also but it's also like you walk into the into the room and you, you bow as you walk in you bow to your instructor you bow to your your colleagues as you're you know sparring or about spar and shit like that it teaches it teaches respect teaches discipline and it teaches you how to defend yourself um it's really it's really important i, I think a martial arts should be a a requirement. Thing. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things like how much of a piece of shit are you if you do martial arts for an extended period of time and somehow then go outside of that dojo or, or training room or boxing gym or whatever it is and then be a piece of shit? Do you know what I mean? Like if yeah, you think yeah, about yeah, it because yeah. you've, you've literally been taught these things. So it's like 
the effort you have to go to to learn that for an extended period of time and then go out and do the complete opposite in life is yeah. such a you know, such a rare thing that happens. You're always going to get some people that don't ever take it seriously. Well, that's but if right, you take yeah. it seriously, the, the the chance that you're going to not apply all of those lessons to life about respect and about honor is so small. Yeah. That's what makes it so important. But yeah, Especially I, I, I want to get I want to get Winston into that. Yeah, get him um, in there, man. Uh, as, him as, as, as quick as possible. Do like Muay Thai is probably um, the thing that I'd like him to Muay do thai. the most. Yeah, I love. I love. What the, do you like about Muay Thai in, in specific compared to something like karate or taekwondo? What's what's because isn't Muay Thai mainly like elbows and knees and shit like that? Not necessarily like punch. I mean, it's probably not these days, but like but well, it's it's obvi- it's shit. it's Muay Thai is about using all your like limbs. Do you know what I mean? So the idea right. of Muay Thai is that like everything's a weapon. Yep. Right. So, you know, that's why. So it is obviously it's hands, feet, uh, hands, feet, elbows, knees, because it's about more, you know, you can use everything to your sure, advantage. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just think it's a I think it's a very cool thing. I think that um, you know, in uh in Thailand and stuff like that, like it's a it's again, it's a becoming such a massive thing where it is almost like a thing that you you, you are expected to do from a young age. Yeah, right, and, okay. That's cool. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just think it's a, I think it's one of the the, the great martial arts. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, dude. again, it's, there's a lot of that whole. I mean, if you have ever watched, uh, if you ever watched like a Muay Thai um, card or a kickboxing card where there's a high Muay Thai influence, it is very much about the respect. It's very much about cool. the ceremonial aspect of it, and, yeah. and I just think that stuff is, you know, is very important for a kid to have for sure. And I, look, I mean, I did karate when I was a kid, and I thought it was the shittest thing ever. Like just my. Oh, you didn't get experience. that vibe. You didn't get that same vibe from from <laughs> where you went. I think I definitely was... got that vibe from where I went. It was like Korean as fuck. Man. Yeah. See, I think like mine was... was more. It was like we had a weird sensei. Like he was a bit strange. Right. 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 Um, and it was very overcrowded. Like oh, was, really? Yeah. That's a disappointment, man. Um, so, you need I don't know, it just, didn't, fight, it just didn't interest me that much. Yeah. Um, so, I think something like I think something like that. And, I, like, I'd even, I, I would even love it if there could be something where, you know, me and him could go and do it together because oh, it's yeah. something that That'd I would love incredible. to get into myself. Yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, that that's the kind of thing that I think I think it's so important, man. And yeah. it's, you know, it comes down to that, you know, what we're talking about in the very beginning. I think stuff like that is very big for mental health as well. 100%. I think if you, 100%. you know, the kind of discipline and the self-confidence, because that's a massive thing, man. Like if you, um, uh, there's a couple of like, like Joe Rogan talks about it. Uh, George St. Pierre, one of the, the greatest MMA yeah, fighters of all time. Yeah. Um, he talks about like when, you know, uh, you know, you get bullied in school and you do all of these things. And so then you go and learn this martial art and you don't learn it because you're then you're going to go and beat up all yeah. your bullies. You learn it for the complete you opposite. You learn it because you know that you are now able to defend yourself yep. and you no longer have to be scared. Well, the thing um, I, that, I, like, that I took away from my training was like, you, you learn how to fight so that you don't have to fight or so that you, you can get yourself out of fighting with words because the, the, the best way to win a fight is to not fight. Yeah, absolutely. unless it's like a sport, like you know, I mean, you do yeah. it for. But I mean, yeah. like when you, when you're in a situation, like someone invades your house and shit, like it's a bit different. But like when you're just on the street, like walking up and down like nightclubs and shit, oh, yeah, you get, yeah, you get you fuckheads know. that want to fight. You. The best the best thing of that is to, is just to not fight. Yeah, because because what if this drunk ass idiot comes up to you and is like, oh, I'm gonna fucking smash you? You go, give me a break. I'm giving you a warning. Back off, man. I'm not doing anything. And then he comes back and you fucking hook his chin and he drops like a sack of potatoes. You get done for assault. Yeah. It, 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 so it's it's it's. There was a fucking... post on SA Brothers the other day about a, a bloke who got king hit in the back in the head in town, 
And, like, it was a very detailed post just talking about, like, whoever did this, man, I hope you know that you've taken away his ability to play footy ever again. <sighs> he can't go to the toilet. Like, he, he had a – like, I don't know, he must have got really bad brain swelling or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, just detailed all the things that he's never going to be able to do again because of that. And, yeah, again, you know, it, this – that kind of shit, the people that do that kind of thing – it, there's such a mental health issue there. Yeah, that's exactly people right. People that feel compelled to Something just to run prove. up and fucking king hit someone. A lot of that oh. has come because they've been, you know, abused or they've gone through something. And again, they they, they find it a really fucking poor outlet for it. I just um, can't believe can kill that people someone. do that, man. Like it's I have, I'm telling you right now, I have no respect for somebody that king hits somebody, yeah. coward punches somebody. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now, I fucking, I fucking hate that. Yeah. Man. You're not a, you're not a fucking man. You're yeah. not a man. End of story. No, that's Simple exactly that. right, bro. There's no so, situation in which you ever need to hit someone in a in a in a like again because it's I a king hit because it's not a situation where that person's actively trying to fucking that's exactly do right. something to you. Yep, I understand. And again, you know, there's always going to be where we're primal males. There's going to be situations where we get into fisticuffs and whatever. Like I've punched on with one of my best mates like three times. Yeah, um, but. There was never me running up behind him and no. throwing everything I had into no. fucking King hitting him or hooking him around the side in the temple or whatever. Yeah. Nor would I ever. And um, that's exactly, yeah, that shit, man. It's just like, and I mean, that's the thing is that there's situations where that's not even the case and you can kill someone. Like there was a guy, uh, I can't remember uh, exactly when this happened, but this was years ago. I was very young and this bloke was a big, tall bloke. He was a ruckman. He was playing at Port Development uh, for the AFL. Um, very quiet dude, but you know, and just a great guy. And he went to some party with all the port players, um, like you know, the under 18s or whatever port players. Yeah. And um, he was getting picked on by this fucking drunk dude the whole night. The whole night was just getting in his face, the whole night just fucking, you know, irking him on. And eventually just snapped and punched this guy once straight in the face. Wasn't a king here. Yeah. Dude just hit him wrong and the dude died. Oh. And that that changed the rest of that guy's yeah, life. And like he, again, didn't he up. wasn't in fault. Well, he didn't get locked up or anything. Oh, he, he, didn't was get under, up. he was under 18. Oh, and okay. everyone at the party vouched for the fact that this guy was being a wanker. Yeah. Yep, yep. um, and whatever. So. It, but it's still, you know, you you fucking killed. You killed somebody, like, you yeah. I mean? That'll never leave your. Um, that'll never leave your consciousness. So. And that's more, you know, even more reason why it's just so unnecessary to do that kind of thing. And it's where I, you know, I've gotten into a few fucking scraps in my time, but I have mostly tried to avoid them or whatever because you know, I'm a fucking six foot five, like massive dude. You yeah, know what that's I mean, like it, the the, yeah. oh, the likelihood of someone like myself hitting someone the wrong way is a lot higher. So I need to be fucking mindful of oh, that if for I'm sure. going to decide to. Because you've got weight behind it. Um, you've got weight. Yeah, that's you know exactly I mean? like, right. I mean, like, I, I like, I'm not six foot five in in height, but I weigh nearly a hundred kilos as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's just like you know, I've always been at, like, and because I know how to fight too, mm-hmm. I've always been mindful. It's like if I if I go and hit somebody like in the wrong spot, it it would fuck, it would do some damage, you know. Yeah. But you don't, you don't want to be going around fighting people, man. You got like you got the fucking. Too much of an ego if you're doing that. Let's That's exactly right. Hey, back what I was going to say on what we were saying though. I think, um, I think, uh, I think girls should be doing martial arts. I think that should be something that we encourage for sure massively because I think again, talking about it from a uh, a confidence perspective, I think that you know, again, we all struggle with self confidence, but I think it's a it's an issue that is amplified by girls. Worrying about each other. That's one oh, thing. Oh yeah, that clawing each other apart, man. As much like we're all self-conscious, but we're mostly. And again, I'm, I may be completely wrong about this, so don't. But I feel, and and from my conversations with, uh, you know, partners and 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 close girlfriends, that guys are mostly worried about you know their insecurities for 
more so girls. Like yes. they're worried about yep. being attractive or being yep. whatever to girls more mm-hmm. than they are their friends. Then, they might have a little bit of like, oh, you know, because their mates give them shit or whatever, so yeah. they care a bit about it. But with um, women, completely but, opposite. It's it's fucking girls that are yeah. picking on girls, man. Yeah, and like the, yeah, and obviously girls it, are worried about being attractive to guys because yeah. as we oh, all yeah, are, yeah. but. They're so much more worried about being judged by people that call them their friends. Well, yeah, um, the, like, it, like um, I don't, I don't I can't remember what movie it would have been. Just like a fucking like legally blonde or one of those kind of movies. But you know when they're like, they're like, oh, come here, babe. Oh, your makeup looks so good and whatever. And then like they they, they go off in somewhere else and they're like, oh, can that you fucking leave that dumb whore? Fucking yeah. hell! Yeah. Like and like I feel like that shit must go on all the time. Oh, bro, it's actually crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I've watched it happen. In, yeah, you know. In real time. Um, and so there's that part of it that I think for the self-confidence, it would be amazing. But also, I mean, look, unfortunately, like girls have to deal with so much fucking shit. There are a lot of fucking scumbags out there. Oh, yeah. And I think that the having a, a really large push towards getting girls into doing something at a young age yeah. This is another thing, man. We're going to break this fucking stigma of like girls doing boy stuff. I think that's the oh, fucking yeah. dumbest fucking shit of hell, all time. Man. If, if, um, if, I, if I see, like, like I said to you before, like um, when I have a child, even if, even if it is a girl, I'm going to be pushing her to, to be going and doing a martial art for these exact reasons. Yeah. Because one, I want her to be able to protect herself in the future when some fucking fruitcake tries to, tries to do something to her. And two, because it shapes you and molds you into someone that has respect and honor and self-esteem. Well, do you know, there's a few girls that I went to school with that are, that are fucking gun footballers now, bro. Like oh, they're killer. playing for like- Good on um, That's so good. You know, Sandful, like, you know, Sandful W yep. or whatever you fucking yep. call it. And I just remember them playing footy with us and that at lunchtime in school and just how much they wanted nothing more than to play footy. And there was no league back then. Like there was no, yeah, there would be certain okay. ones where you could have girls mixed in with boys, but there was no girl team. Yeah. And it just wasn't even a thing that anyone wanted to have. They thought, you know, all of this archaic fucking thought process by parents was like, no, that's a fucking boys game or yeah. whatever. It's a bit like that but with soccer like, too because I played soccer. And yeah, there wasn't really any, yeah. not up until probably like under 14s maybe, yeah. was there like actually dedicated women, um, like girls leagues? Which isn't that a load of shit? Like yeah, why the fuck is, has that been the case? And I'm so glad that it's starting to change now. Yeah. But I think that should be the next thing that we should be looking at is is more push towards these girls getting a discipline in something. Yeah. Um, because I think for their safety, for their for their confidence and for, again, just their evolution as, as human beings, I don't think that there's anything better than them doing like that. And again, well, even you know, if it's just a sport in general. Yeah. Because like, you know, I don't know. Well, just a, having a that very team, big thing about, like, you know, bonding. I love about playing footy is, is that camaraderie. That's what a lot of people love, Yeah. Know, people will... I, I love that about soccer, man. When I was younger, like just even, even some people today that I still, I, I still have like, you know, on, on my social medias and shit and it's fucking awesome. People will dude, sometimes like, spend half their life at a certain footy club. They'll yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. that'll be there every get involved, week. Like. Even if they don't stop playing, they'll end up coaching or they'll end up having kids at the club. Like, yeah. And that will be their life will partially revolve around this sports club, which I think is a great idea because yeah. you just – it's hard. Like when you it's get a, a certain age, man, especially when you start having kids – it's hard to just go out and make friends. You're not going to nightclubs anymore. Yeah. When you're at the pub, you don't really just go up and talk to randoms. Yeah. So you're in this weird limbo where like you might have like you start inadvertently talking to someone down at the school while your kids uh, bump into each other or whatever. Yeah. Um, but something like a sporting club where you spend all of your time there and you start to get to know the parents of the other kids and whatever else, like that's how you form a yeah. lot of friendships. You're there for a common reason um, to begin with. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it, it really can't be understated the – um. 
the importance of of that kind of thing, man. But yeah, I just love to see that we completely break these shackles of like um, gender roles, you know, gender roles yeah. in, in that shit, and 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 get girls like you know every, we all laugh at the AFLW sometimes because it's a bit of a fucking it's about but it's like. I haven't seen enough of it to be honest. I would like to actually go to a AFLW game one day. Maybe, maybe you and I should go to one. That's absolutely and see what and see what it's like. like. When the UFC first started with girls, man, it was the same thing, right? There was this. You would have heard of Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, So she was a judo champion, and she came in and she was fucking everybody up, right? Yeah. Um. And but just like anything. People then went, oh, okay, now UFC has a thing. So all of a sudden, you're world Muay Thai, you're world kickboxing champions. And these champions that have been champions for 10, 15 years, they came in and just kicked her fucking head off her shoulders. Yeah, I did see, I actually um, did see her lose to that tall blonde chick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Misha Tate, I think that one was, or Holly Holm. Yeah, it might have been Holly Holm. But um, she, same thing. Like, it's just like you, you, it, something has to have an opportunity to evolve. And now that we actually have this girl's footy at a grassroots level and we have it at, you know, a club level, and 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 uh, a state level and all of these things. After a few years, they're only going to get better. Oh, 100%. And like man. now they've got enough money in the league for these girls to be able to quit. Like a lot of them, when it first started, you know, three or four years ago, um, they were still working and then playing netball because they were like yeah, state right. netball players or state triathletes or whatever it would yeah. be. So they're like training for that stuff or training for the fucking Olympics or yeah, working as a fucking nurse or working as a teacher and then trying to play footy. And it's yeah. like, how can you dedicate when yourself? When you've got these blokes that literally their entire life for since they turned 18, yeah. um, you know, when they hit that development squad, when they hit that port development or, you know, central development or whatever it is, yeah. they have just lived and breathed footy. Until they get drafted, until yeah. you know they end up finishing playing, playing just in like, the AFL know, and shit. Only yeah. when you have that happening for fucking decades and hundreds of years, are you going to have the same results out of these girls? Well, I think it's a little bit more like that in Europe with 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 soccer. Oh yeah, bro, yeah. But um, yeah, because uh, you do you do see a lot of talented female football players coming out of you know like England and Spain and shit like that, and they over there. I mean, it's different because it's Europe. They got a lot of money over there, but like. Well, the sport itself has a lot of fucking money in it. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure there's a World Cup for for a female World Cup yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool. But I think over here, over here, we definitely need. We've got a lot of catching up to do when it comes to that. Yeah, I think so. And mm. it's starting to happen now, man. But it's yeah. um. But yeah. All right. Have you got a couple more for us before we wrap this yeah. up? Let's get right. a couple more. Right. Our tangents what, what, what are fucking sick, tangents bro. are huge, bro. Actually, what, wait, while we're on sport, we'll, we'll end it on this one. We'll end it on this one here. I think this is a bit of a funny one. We can end it on. Uh, this guy's name's Noah Lyles. Is this this sprinter, right? He beat Usain Bolt's two hundred meter world record. Yeah. Um, and then and then uh, they they found out that he well he found out that he actually didn't because it was a uh, mistake on behalf of the event organizers and he had actually only run one hundred and eighty five meters. How badly do you fuck? Like- Holy shit! How how. How unlucky does this guy have to be? He he's like runner and he's like, oh my god, that's the fastest ever run. Looks up the scoreboard, holy shit, I've just beaten Usain fucking Bolt, uh, and then he's cheering, goes home, celebrates like I'm the world fucking champion. Update the Wikipedia, motherfuckers, because I'm the fucking king. <laughs> and then they're like, bros, you're the world champion in 185 meters. How do you? You'd have one job, which is measuring out 200 fucking meters. Like well, that would be half, your. Isn't that exactly half of a fucking? Olympic size, track. yeah. Olympic size that's fucking just, running track. I don't understand. That seems like the dumbest shit of all time, doesn't it? 
Really? You're just like, it's just like what the you've got fuck? one job, dude, which is measure yeah. out the fucking 200 meters, and you're just like, oh, bro, I actually fucking ripped way too many breakfast billies. Yeah. And I was just, first he's got of all, that little clicker wheel, yeah. right? And he's counting, and he lost count of the clicker wheel halfway through. He's like, tick, tick. oh, I think that's like 120. Oh. Let's just keep going. 122. Like, oh, damn, I'm hungry. Man, <laughs> yeah. I could really go a bacon and egg McMuffin right now. <laughs> he's like, like forgotten that's... what click he's up to doing the 200. That guy would be so. Look, I wonder how quickly he found out because you were saying like, "Go!" I hope that wasn't that long. I hope they weren't like. Well, you'd hope it would have been weird. straight away. But that's the thing, though. It wouldn't have been straight away because they would have been like, "This, this was a proper." Hold on, let me, let me, let me see like where it actually was, because I think it was in like an actual, like an actual place, like an actual uh, event. Nah, it's, it's it's a little bit hard. 185 meters posted a time of 18.9 seconds in Zurich which beat uh, Bolt's 19.19 in 2009. Um, but given the American's personal best, the time was, oh, it was immediately changed. And then transpired, it all seemed, race organizer placed him in the wrong lane before firing the gun. He was only 22 as well. And like he says here, uh, tweeted his frustration in the era saying, you can't be playing with my emotions like this. You oh. got me in the wrong lane. Oh, poor That's guy. Brutal. Do you reckon here's a little bit of a conspiracy for you to end on? Do you reckon Usain was fucking juiced up to his eyeballs on something that was undetectable? You know what? I reckon that he only ran 90 metres. He didn't run 100. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They've let that one fucking fly We've let, the... Yeah, that one's gone under the radar for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Who look, knows? They could have fucked know. about well, any other way. Man, but yeah, it was weird how... I mean, look, any time anyone's that good... I mean, who's that? Oh, what was her name? Amanda. Remember that American uh, runner? No. Who? Oh, no. Yeah, Nothing she got found. Oh, I did a I did a project on it in school. I know Kathy yeah. Freeman. She got done for. She got done for being fucking juiced up to her eyeballs. Got all of her gold medals and shit stripped, man. Like it's yeah, such. Yeah, right. Well, that, who's who's that cyclist that got fucking all Lance this Armstrong. shit? Oh, he was like, wasn't he like the fucking poster boy of cycling? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Dude, um, and that's and the thing, man. He like he got he got away with it for like twenty years. So it wouldn't it would not surprise me if somehow some of these athletes that are holding these records athletics. are on some kind of like research drug that is not detectable. Man, and you never know. Is huge, bro, for it. Like they, yeah. a lot of doctors have been done. Yeah, right. That's the thing, man. Is that when you when you're at elite level in these sports, you are putting your faith in so many people, and at the end of the day, they want to cash in checks. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean, so it's a business, and, mate. And the right. only way they can cash in checks if they're managing people who are winning fucking medals and no shit. One's, right? No so one's giving money to the guy coming twenty fourth. The old like, nah, this supplement, man. This is the one. Like, it's completely fine. Yeah, it'll be completely good. And like, you know, a lot of them would would have found, especially like, you're gonna think be a lot harder to do it in now than it is back in the day back then yeah, for sure the testing has come so far but that's the thing I, um, I i think that i think the stuff that's being so back then the stuff that was being made that was going under the radar of the test because the tests weren't complicated enough i feel like that these things are developing with each other so this this shit that they're taking is once again still above the testing yeah yeah because you never know they, they could they could be injecting shit like you know in your fucking small toe and like it makes you fucking 150% more oxygen or I don't know. You, you never know. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. It's crazy it's, to think of, man. There's just so many like, especially with, uh, you know, I mean, you think there's there's been the, all those baseball scandals around the steroids and yeah, um, it, it's a massive thing. Like there was a guy who got done in the UFC recently as well and, and yeah, um, right. he was on something hef- hectic called EPOs, which is like, okay. um, yeah, basically just like, you know, 
you can't fatigue almost. You're no shit. Thing. You're yeah, just right. Like, you just keep going. So lactic acid, like kicker. There's yeah, no lactic yeah. I don't. Acid. I don't know enough about it, but I know that when it came out that that's what he was on, the cunts were like, "Dude, really? Like, if there's a drug you're gonna do, like that's one of the most fucking hectic." Ones. Yeah, right. Um. So because he was trying to cut weight down to a lower weight class oh, and it was just killing him. Okay. So he ended up trying to sneak this um, right. just to fucking So it wasn't get him like he, wa- he wasn't doing it to really try and get like an advantage in the fight. He was doing it to try and be able to get into the fight. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Right. Okay. Which is a shit it's excuse. A bit, there's yeah, no fucking excuse. There's no excuse because like because at you the shouldn't end of the have day, tried to cut because he was trying to go down and win another title, right? So he already was right. the title oh, so he was already the champion. weight class and he wanted to go down and win another belt. So he's cutting an additional 10 pounds. So, greed, yeah. So you've greed. already got the greed factor. Okay, so that changes so it then. so greedy that you yeah. then end up fucking uh, like cheating to try and fucking keep yourself going. And it's sad, that shit, man. That's sad dirty. shit. It's dirty shit, man. It is. Lance Armstrong doing the wheelies. Walking on the moon. Walking on the moon. <laughs> what, what was the moon... What was the moon guy? Neil. Neil. Yeah, that's what's as funny. They're always people fucking confused. <laughs> Neil Armstrong on the roids like, and Neil, Lance. <laughs> Neil Armstrong, that fucking drug cheat. You know how they have that little like moon buggy rover? Yeah. Like Lance Armstrong was up there with like a, with a moon a fucking, buggy bike. Yeah, that's just, where he was. Ah, tra- oh, that's it. He was training on the moon the whole time. That was where they and they th- they didn't pick up because the, they couldn't drug test him. They up couldn't there, drug so test him just, on the moon and like because of, like the gravity was, it was so a low. Hero. Yeah. <laughs> So they're like letting fucking so they do let his best and he comes back and just dust cunt on the fucking Tour de France. On the Peppa Pig bike. On the Pe- I love that, bro. It's always so good. Oh, oh Always so good. I fucking hate the Tour, the tour Down Under though, hey. Oh, oh that, me too, that man. thing is. Dude, having a, having a driving job, right? Oh, so that's what I do daily, a driver. Yeah. Um, and then when these... People, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call them anything. Midlife these, cross cyclists, these people, call them what they are. Um, uh, taking up the whole of Victoria Square and the fucking speed limit's gone down to 10 k's an hour and like you constantly dodging and weaving like all the way through town. Oh, it it actually adds like half an hour, 45 minutes to my day. It really does. And there's just so it many fucking, different. They're, like, every they're in day the way. It's a different road closed and you, oh, try you and can't stay on top of it. Like you can't guess it. You can't guess a, it. I did a um I did a bit about this in my stand up ages ago. I was like, are these fucking coffin dodgers that dust off their Kmart? Fucking 21 speeds just for that. <laughs> Three weeks. Speeds. Spray paint on some lycra <laughs> and just annoy the fuck out of everyone on the road. Yeah. Wondering why their wives are leaving. This is why. No, dude. Um, Look, I like the actual sport of cycling. Like, you know how they go around the velodrome and they oh, that do that shit like, in the Olympics? That yeah. shit's hectic. Like, when they're proper Lance Armstrong, like, racing and shit like that, I think that's cool. Well, I even like, cool. again, I'm But not, really not, not just, it. like, the, you know, fucking mid, middle-aged dudes cruising around Adelaide fucking cut, the, cutting you off in your car and shit. You're just like, dude, are you fucking for real? The actual like, tour is, like, again, I'm no interested in it at all, but I can understand, you know, especially when they're doing the massive hill climbs and whatever and they're, like, elite athletes. That's all right. It's just all the cunts that go on the, like, yeah, the, tag the old along. cunt rides yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. To go along with it. And it's like, you only give a fuck about this in this time of the year. Like, it's such a, like, a thing. I'm like, that shit just annoys me, man. Yep. I'm with you, dude. Almost almost more annoying. Because you know why it's annoying? Another another reason? Because it, it brings out the sticker liquors. Oh, yeah. It brings the sticker liquors out of, like, extra hibernation. Because when because they, cause they shut off heaps of the loading zones and the parking, like, spots yep. Yep. that we often go to just to, like, run in and give a client in. something. And they cash the fuck in, man, because, like, they'll, they'll put, like, a shitty little cardboard thing saying no standing due to temporary parking control. And, like, 
you either won't notice or you be like, or I'm like, nah, fuck it, I'll get away with it because I'm running in there for 30 seconds. And you come out and you've got in there with his little notepad, like giving you a fucking fine because, you know, like Steve over here on his bike needs to be able to fucking ride unobscured down King William Road. It's like, dude. They're like, I think we're going to find the theme of hating sticker lickers to be recurring on the fucking yeah. wormholes. Yeah, you, like, because well, you know what the, the true measure of success is? Is when you start getting haters. Now, I can't wait for the sticker licker community to hear this. If we uh, don't get. We, sh- we should join a sticker licker community group like on Facebook. Why would they congregate? Surely they don't want to fucking. Yeah, I don't know be, if they congregate they, actually. To be identified, but if they are, we'll, we'll infiltrate them. Yeah, that's you it. heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, we'll infiltrate. Yeah, yeah. All right. J-Man and Ryan are going to infiltrate the sticker licker communities on social media. We're going to do our first Project back. Veritas. Yes. <laughs> we're going to infiltrate the sticker licker community. Live, live on, uh, what do you call it, on hidden camera. We find out yeah. what makes them tick. Yeah. <laughs> What gives them Imagine pleasure? We're gonna get protested outside by the sticker lickers, and then just like chanting fucking with signs outside, and then just continuously putting parking fines. <laughs> they yard. will. They will. Oh man! All right, should we should, we should uh, we should we wrap it up here, mate? I reckon that's a good. Uh, I reckon that's a good place. All what right, if you are listening to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or anything like that, hit the subscribe button with your head head butt it. Hey, I just want to say before we wrap it up, I want a massive thank you to everyone who's been tuning in already. We obviously released it a week ago. We've got a a new episode coming out in a couple of days from recording this one. Um, And we've been getting amazing, amazing feedback. It's exactly what we wanted. Yeah, it actually is really heartwarming, man. Yeah, we needed to get an idea of, of where, you know, it's hard when we recorded each of the first three episodes without releasing them. It's difficult to know whether or not you're even doing anything remotely fucking listenable. Yeah. Well, now um, that we go back and listen to that first one, episode zero, we listened to it and like, and that was only like a month ago. Man. Yeah, like, and it's so it's it's just it's crazy how far we feel like we've come from even then. But you can hear, you can already. Oh, I feel like you can hear the difference. So. Yeah, I think well, you like. I guess even, you know, I felt a bit nervous for that first one. Oh, so did I, man. Yeah, and and even though I was just sitting here talking to one of my best mates, I still felt felt nervous because, like, I didn't know how to, like, conduct – podcast yeah. you know Whereas like now i guess it feels so cruisy already yeah um but yeah look a massive thank you to everyone who's uh who's been letting us know what's been going on and just listening to it in general and, and keep the feedback coming and yeah and again i think the next thing the next phase we want to move into is is you know we're gonna start making polls about what ones you've liked the best and yep. um get some feedback around that and we want to know you know we've already got some ideas of where we want to take this in in certain ways but um you know for the people that are have listened to those first three and are going to listen to this one and, and are going to tune in the the most thing that we want to do is try and cater this for you guys as well you know so if That's you've got it, something weird and fucking wonderful that you'd like us to to look into and discuss yeah um, or chat shit about man, send us the news articles if you send us the news news articles then we can have yeah, a look at it and talk yeah, about it absolutely if you've got a fucking fifteen thousand kilo lamington that you want yeah, us to talk about you're like that your gonna... family flew under the radar for yeah that's because it because they're australian and the lamington originated <laughs> out of new zealand that's... you fucking let us know you're gonna let us know fifteen thousand eggs not 13 that's an extra two thousand eggs on top we won't just infiltrate the sticker lickers we'll infiltrate the entire lamington community <laughs> we don't give a fuck me richard lamington richard lamington yeah <laughs> us two and richard lamington, lamington. we're heading in man yeah. we're going undercover i'm putting that chef's hat on yeah. and i'm busting in the door i don't care how many eggs i got to crack not at all skulls oh. and eggs oh, skulls and- <laughs> cracking skulls and eggs man but all yeah, right let's get out of here hit subscribe and um yeah stay, stay tuned share it around and uh, we love you all peace